Savior. The hope of being able to have eternal life. Remember? Then last week we talked about what? Anybody? Love. Everybody forgot. So I was going to help you. I didn't want to make that long. <laughs> Bye. 
represented pigs. And many, many artists painted pictures of their interpretation of pigs. But it came down to two pictures. One was this beautiful mountain state with beautiful sky and wispy clouds and birds and, 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 and the reflection in the steel lake. And it was gorgeous. And everybody goes, And then the other picture that he chose was the same kind of a mountain, but it was rugged and bare, and the sky was angry, and there was lightning, and there was an angry waterfall flowing down off the hill, creating a mist. And after further inspection, the king said, I want that. And all the people said, why? He said, if you'll look, in a crack in the mountain, you'll see a bush. And in that bush, you'll see a mother on a bird sitting on her nest in the middle of all the turmoil going around her. She found peace. That's true peace. When everything around you is ugly and nasty and everything, and you can sit there and feel that. That's peace. That's what Jesus gave you. He gave you peace. Now, we're going to turn to Galatians. Alright? Galatians, it's in there. Trust me. If you have to go to the front and have a cheater saying it tells you Galatians page 101, whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? But we're going to go to Galatians chapter 5 and we're going to start in verse 13. And there's a reason why we're going here. You see, as this is a Whatever. Well, that's all stuff that come off and we're good. But what I'm trying to tell you is, is when you 
my mama has to have Christmas paper that matches her tree? <laughs> no. No, if you bring me in, she'll tell you this year is blue. What? The color is blue. For Jeopardy Christmas wrapping.
know, have you ever met anybody that has to put everybody else down to make yourself feel better? You know, that's a normal thing. It's self-defense. You see, I was a chum. Before I, before I got all sexy, I was 365 pounds. I was a big brother. You know what I mean? I was, I was a sweating. They called us mouthbreakers. And, and it's not because we're stupid. It's because we had to open up and get a bigger hole. Because we couldn't do, you got to pick up a whole bunch of junk, right? And, and I was, I was fat, y'all. You know what I do? I make fat jokes. And then that way, if I make fun of myself, you couldn't hurt me. That was my self-defense mode. You know what most people do? They pick on skinny people. Well, at least I know how to eat good food, Twiggy. You know what I'm saying? You can sit there and make fun of people. You can do this, but it's a self-defense mechanism because you're insecure about who you are. You see, when you love one another, when you truly love one another, you try to lift them up instead of tear them down. Tearing people down, by the way, is easy. How many of you know you can watch somebody sitting next to you for about 35 seconds and find a flop? <laughs> right? I got, I got one in the back going, wait a minute, I found all y'all's flaws. You know what I'm saying? Here's the thing I want to understand. You get me? You can find flaws in folk every time. It don't take much because we're full of flaws. In fact, I think I got more flaws than I ate. that I am saved by grace. You know what that makes me? That makes me special. <laughs> Do you get what I'm trying to tell you? It's hard when you're not living. If you're starting to tear people down, ain't nobody want to be around somebody to tear people down every time they talk. Ain't. You know, I have a thing. And, 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 and I started it probably 20 years ago is when I hang up a phone with somebody that I know and I love, I don't say goodbye. I say peace. Not peace out. Right? Because that's just like not in the mood. I'm not that old. I'm not that young. Yeah. I'm not saying, I say peace. You know why? Because you know how many of us need the word peace spoken in your life at some point in time? When you're in the middle of stuff, just hearing somebody say, remind you where you're supposed to be. You know, I, I I love hearing things like that. But I also, it, it's so funny, because all the young ladies, I call them princess. Because you know what? They're princesses waiting to be somebody's queen. And I speak that into them because they need to hear that and be reminded of that. And you know, I had one. I had one of our youth. He brought he brought one of his little girlfriend in, and I said, "How are you, princess?" She goes, "I ain't no princess." And I said, "Well, guess you are, because you're an heir to the throne." You didn't know how to rock that one away. <laughs> but we got to be reminded. And the scripture continues, and what it says, 
I was telling somebody last week, I used to have a neighbor, and and she was fairly young, and and she loved the sun. They had a, a pontoon boat that sat outside, and, and she would come out to pull her weeds in the front yard in a G-Street bikini. And, and you could not help it. I would drive down the road and be like, whoa! <laughs> that was not a sin. That was touching me off guard. Like, what in the world did I get? I just, the sin was when I drove around the block 12 times to make sure I <laughs>
God didn't take that from me. And in fact, for 30 more years, he still didn't take that from me. And my wife is like, baby, you know, how can you do this? How can you preach? How can you How can you be with these kids and, and, and have this addiction? And have this? I'm not addicted. I just like it.
then God forgot us. God left us. God abandoned us. God's not there. That's because you're not looking for him. You're looking at the problem and instead of looking at the solution. You've got to understand to have the peace of God. You've got to understand in the middle of your fight, he's right there with you. He never left you. He never forsaked you. He's still there. You're just going to get through it, not around it. You see, my wife, this is her fourth battle of cancer. I told her, dear Lord, honey, you keep going, there ain't no more body parts to lop off of you. No, we're not going there. I told her, this is it. In the name of Jesus, I rebuke the word cancer in my home. Period. Amen. I'm done. I'm done. And you know what's funny? Everything that she's went through. She had two years of chemotherapy. Two years is a long time to try to kill your body. To save it. You know what I mean? And she was withered to nothing. Couldn't get up and walk on her own. I had to carry her to the bed. I had to carry her to the restroom. I had to carry her to the shower. I had to carry her in the morning to the couch to where she could sit on the couch with her little beanie on to where her son, my, my, my son, our son, <laughs> I got another, like, <laughs> our son would come in and not realize how sick his mom really was. Because she goes, I don't want him to remember me as the little lady that died in the bed. Put me up to where my son could see me and stop. And as soon as I would take him out and he would get on the bus to go to school, they would kiss her. And then we got the your cancer. And it's like, oh, Angel Sang came through and she jumped up and she still was coming up.
because she knows who's standing with in the Bible. In, in, in the battle. You see, when you forget who's standing with in the Bible, you can let Satan steal your joy. He can steal your peace. Super easy. Because your eye's not on the ball. I heard this, can't see the forest for the tree. I think, well, that's retarded. The forest is tree. And I thought, that don't make no sense. Until they drop you off in the middle of the forest and say, go home. I can't see where home is. There's too many trees. Because you're in the forest. Figure it out. <laughs> Sometimes when you're in a battle, you can't see the harbor in the storm because the waves are so big. You're looking at the waves because that's what's stirring around you instead of looking at the one who's in control.
reaction to a medication and had to go to the emergency room. So we could do a wedding last night, but we had a whole bunch of folks show up and a little baby. And you know what's funny? Is the baby got fed, the baby got drained, the baby got cleaned up, the baby got picked up and put in bed. And when the baby was in bed, no, no, no. Grow up, you ain't a baby. You're making choices, you're going to pay a price. You cannot have it both ways. God didn't come here to birth you. Understand what I'm saying? Some of us got to figure it out. I swear, I feel sometimes like I put a birth cloth in and go, okay, you can get it No. Of 
forces are constantly fighting each other. So you're not free to carry out good intentions. Anybody in this room ever said, I don't know why this always happens to me. I don't know why it just can't be.